Hello. Hi. Welcome to Sipping with Snapped, a true crime podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Mary. And I'm Kylie. We are a mother-daughter duo interested in true crime. Some material may be disturbing because we do discuss murder. And adult beverages. We try not to swear, but sometimes bad words do fall out. <laughs> Join in on the conversation. Find us on Instagram at Sipping with Snapped. Tweet us at Sipping Snapped. To suggest a story, find us online, www.sippingwithsnapped.com. Or join our Facebook group, Sipping with Snapped, a true crime podcast. So, uncork your favorite bottle of wine. Or pour yourself a cocktail and let's talk snapped. Hello, nosy neighbors. Hey, Patreon people. I'm sorry, that probably sounded terrible. I've noticed my pee is popping. Welcome to our December Patreon episode. Everybody, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Illyria. Oh, gosh. I don't think I did the pronunciation <sighs> for this one. Uh oh. Well, mommy's going to make some mistakes tonight. I'm going to wing it. <laughs> yes. Today's case occurred in the village of. Hobo, Norway. Ooh, Norway. Did you know that Norwegians pronounce Norway Nordiga? Nordiga. And it's spelled N-O-R-G-E, Nordiga. That is so cool. I think so too. Yeah, I feel like I've heard it said, but I didn't realize that was like officially how they said it. Yeah, Nordiga. Nordiga. Hobo was established on January 1st. 1838. Oh, I feel like... So it's a lot younger than a lot of the other places. Yes. Some articles I saw said Moss, Norway. Maybe it changed names and it is located in south-ish central Norway. Nordica. I'm just going to say that this crime took place in Hobel. <laughs> Hobel? It's H-O-B-O-L and the second O has a line in it like it's canceled. Like it's silent? Yeah, it's like a, a circle with a line. <sighs> you know what? I bet that's what it means. I'm not really well versed on that sign, but I'd assume it means don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hobel? I'm just kidding. Hobel. Hobel means high farm or the farm laying on high ground so is it hilly i assume so because it's in the mountainous northern hemisphere okay before 1889 the name was written h-a-a-b-o-l and then the o has that line through it the slash Mm -hmm. the slash yeah peter westrom was born in 1779 in hobble in Lung, Lungby, Sweden. It's L-J-U-N-G-B-Y. Lungby, Sweden. Ooh, Lungby, Sweden. His father died when Peter was only eight years old. Oh, that's tough. Yes, so Peter was raised by his mom Mm -hmm. and her brother. So basically his mom and uncle. Oh, I'm glad that he was able to step up and be somewhat of a male figure. Father figure. Yeah. 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 In 1804, his mother passed away. No. So Peter was around 25 when his mom died, when he became an orphan. Yeah, still. So those are like two different formative years, you know, like he lost his dad at eight in the formative childhood and then lost his mom in that time where like you're going 25 to full adulthood, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Peter's first job was as a manservant 
and I believe that's like a butler. Yeah. Later, he started to train to be a tailor, uh-huh. but he never rose above apprenticeship. Oh. Yeah. Oh. He claimed that he started an enterprise refining cotton, uh-huh. and he borrowed money to do this, but that failed. Oh, so he doesn't know what he wants to do. Yes, and nobody checked that story about his being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. because there was a war between Norway and Sweden at that time. Oh. Peter was a greedy man. Mm, clearly. And he figured that stealing would be easier than an honest, hard day's work. <sighs> There's that type of person. During the night of Christmas Eve, 1808. Oops, wait a minute. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> These are all made up times. They don't seem real at all. <laughs> yes. During the night of New Year's Eve, 1808, okay. so December 31st. Uh-huh. So Peter was 29. Uh-huh. Peter decided that he was going to rob, do a robbery. Yeah. He decided to bring a weapon, and his weapon of choice was an axe. Oh, very subtle. Yes. He went into the local train station to steal the cash box, uh-huh. as well as rob the house of all its valuables. Rock the cash box. Yes. <laughs> rob the cash box. Rob the cash box. Yeah. <laughs> the evening would end in murder. Oh. Peter would kill four people before fleeing <gasps> with about $20, D-A-L-E-R, which is the Norwegian silver currency at the time. No. Back in 1808, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Some clothes, some silver spoons, a pair of boots, and a pipe. So when you say rob the house, but you said the train station, is it because the attendant lived where he worked? Correct. Yes. Oh, no. Here we go. The people that were killed were the station manager, uh-huh. Johannes Jensen, and his three servants, Lars Aversen, Jens Svensson, mm-hmm. and Karen Ohl's daughter. Ah, that, that's what we were just talking about. See? Sen Sen daughter. Yeah. So that was a son, a son, son and, and a daughter. daughter. Wow. So you know that they were two. So if you can't tell by the first names, you can always tell by the last name. Yes. Yes. That reminds me, you know, the SNL skit with Pat where you don't really know it's a boy or a girl. I love that skit. And here you just have to be like, so what's your last name, Pat? And listen and see if they said son or daughter at the end. <laughs> Yes. Can you imagine if like they just had some like obscure like Smith and you're like, ah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So it was the train station, the dude. So he had two male servants and one female. Correct. And I could not find anything about them. Yeah. Unfortunately, I feel like reporting. Other than their names. That was it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Peter fled Mm -hmm. and he tried to reach Sweden, but Bad weather set in and didn't make it. Ha ha. There you go, winter in Sweden. In Norway. Yeah. An investigation committee was created. A reward of around Mm $1,000 was offered for information that would lead to an arrest of a guilty party. Is this $1,000 then or now? Then. Oh, wow. So I don't know how much it is now. That's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Well, because I imagine that the 
person who runs the railroad, that must be a job of esteem if he has three servants. servants. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm sure they're like, hey, this is like essentially a government employee here mm-hmm. that was attacked. So that money was pretty enticing, right? Yeah. It was so enticing that some of Peter's peers, uh. picked a peck of pickle peppers, <laughs> decided the reward was more than the friendship with Peter. How did they know? Did he come back and tell them about it? That's a good question. I don't know. But they snitched on him. Right? Well, I guess he he, like, he just came home with a bloody axe and they were like, you don't have to say anything, Peter. We, don't. we know what happened. Yes. Maybe they saw the axe. Yes. Or maybe he bragged about it. Yeah, exactly. All I can imagine is four people in an axe. There's no way he left there without being soaked in blood. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Anyone that saw him, and I'm sure that he ran to people in the street, mm-hmm. they were like, mm, there it is. Cut yourself shaving. <laughs> yes. Right? I don't think he's cleaning pigs. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> he's not out there at prom night over there. There's not some mean girl <laughs> messing with him, carrying. <laughs> style. <laughs> February 6, 1809, Peter was arrested and brought before the investigation committee. I always wonder with those tips, like, do you think all of those friends got paid out? Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah. They better. <laughs> yeah. He confessed to all the murders. Oh. After a few attempts of trying to deny, mm-hmm. he was found in possession of many of the stolen items. Ah. Uh. Yeah. And told authorities where he had hidden the rest of the goods. <laughs> so he's like, oh, no, my mom gave me that and that. And you know what? You got me. Yes. All right. There's another thing here. There's another thing there. And like, why is Jensen on these spoons? Or Jensen. Right. Why do you have all these monogrammed <laughs> yes. items? <laughs> yes. And why are there five different monograms? Mm. <laughs> yes. So it was pretty much an open and shut case. Mm -hmm. Peter claimed that he had stolen the items because he was depressed and said that he wanted to commit suicide. So he figured that if he got caught, the executioner can do the job for him. That doesn't mean he has to take all of those others down with him. Correct. Then he stated that he was an unreformed criminal (laughs) and wanted to go down as the greatest crook in Norwegian history. But the greatest crook wouldn't get caught. That's true. That's that's what being a good crook is. This is true. His third confession, Uh he stated that he murdered out of revenge. He believed that the station manager was responsible for breaking up his engagement what with a rich heiress what yep now he's just making up soap opera cinematography absolutely yes peter was found guilty on july 24th 1809 and then he was sentenced right away here's his sentencing oh god what is it he was to be pinched five times by the executioner with red hot pinchers what yes after that his hand would be chopped off with an axe, and then finally he was to be beheaded. Oh my god. The head 
the hand and the body would be on public display on poles until they rotted. Oh my God. Could you imagine that smell? No. I just, I can't get over several, like, the public sentencing of torture, essentially. Yes. And then just, like, putting them out there like jack-o'-lanterns until they just, like, rot and collapse in on themselves. Like, that's just... Oh, and you know, they'd probably drip and drip and shit. Yeah, and just, like, fell off the pole. This punishment was recommended by the victims' families. I guess I could see that then. Mm -hmm. So that seems a little bit better than the judge i was picturing them just being like you know what let's 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 pinch him let's pinch him and you know what after that then we'll cut him a little bit and then uh oh but with red hot pinchers pinchers that were in the fire for a while yeah exactly like you're gonna shoe a horse or whatever they do with that stuff (laughs) like a blacksmith yeah on august 16th 1809 the supreme court changed the sentence Peter was sentenced for premeditated murder only, uh-huh. and the punishment was reduced to simple beheading with an axe. Oh, I thought you were going to say just two pokes, <laughs> just a finger, and... <laughs> the torturing was dropped. Yeah. But it's kind of ironic that he was sentenced to beheading with an axe, and he used an axe for his murders. Right? Full circle moment. Oh, and only his head would go on the pole oh. for public display until it rotted okay so like true jack-o'-lantern status (laughs) yes september 23rd 1809 the king of norway approved the sentence of the supreme court wow a month later on october 27th 1809 peter westerstrom was executed in front of the prison for all the public to see Uh, what a show beside him on the scaffold was his parson also known as a vicar Uh, and all i could think of is that christmas song yeah you know in the meadow we could build a snowman and pretend that he is parson brown yeah he'll say are you married we'll say no man but you can do the job when you're in town oh i thought it was just an old name (laughs) (laughs) a parson is a member of clergy like a notary but it's like someone in the in the church like a vicar. Uh, you're still losing me. You don't know vicar either. No. Okay. So someone in the church. So it's like a not a priest, but like a something like. No, but someone who can do ceremonies and stuff. Look it up. Okay. So he's there to make sure that he's getting like blessed as he dies. Yes. Probably give him his last, last rites. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it was noted that this was the fifth execution for that executioner. Oh, I thought you were going to say that day. And I was like, dang. (laughs) That's his fifth one. Wow, lucky number five. And after 24 hours, Peter's head was taken down Mm -hmm. and buried next to his body. Oh, I thought he was going to stay up there and get all like. Could you imagine that stench and the flies? No. Not at all. Nope, nope, nope. This is my fifth time. Hopefully I get it in one strike now. (laughs) I just think of Buckbeak's executioner. I know, right? (laughs) With the big axe. (laughs) Or like, three, do number three, my lord. That's from Shrek. Yes. That's just so crazy to me how people were executed back then. 
and the fact that it was immediately so there was really no like hey give me another chance if they found out that there was yeah so he was he did the murder yeah december 31st 1808 and then he was dead October 27th 1809 so 10 months yeah less than a year his friends told on him immediately wow Wow. and it's so dumb he went in there just because he like needed money and And if you're gonna go burglarize why bring an axe right I mean it's not really one that you can conceal no like why is Peter walking with a limp Uh, (laughs) why does it look like he's got a third leg over there what is he packing why is his one leg straight all the time yeah, exactly. Looking all American psycho with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Dang. Well, that's crazy, but I'm <laughs> glad that public came forward and did them justice. Yeah, you don't know who your friends are until you commit murder. <laughs> yep. Well, because without that in 1808, who knows? Yeah. Like what would have been the next step? I don't know. I know that butchers and stuff would have their clothes on and they had blood, mm-hmm. but they know that Peter wasn't a butcher. Right. It's small enough of a town mm-hmm. at that time where you'd be like, mm, we know the one butcher. Mm-hmm. We know that. That's butcher's son over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's butcher's son. Butcher's son. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, thanks for telling me. Make sure you guys listen to your mudas. And make good choices. Cheers. Cheers. Clink. Thank you for listening. Sipping with Snapped is an independent podcast. So the best way you can support us is to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast or Podchaser. This podcast is researched, written, and edited by us. I'm Mary the mom. I'm Kylie the daughter. Thank you to Caleb Cook for lending his musical talents for our theme music. And tune in next Wednesday for another Sipping with Snapped episode. Cheers! Cheers. Hey, Logan. Say I love you. (laughs) Bye!